mental health in the black community. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that look like? You know, it's non-existent. It's almost taboo. Mm -hmm. So I've talked upon all of those things in that poem. And every time I've only performed it three times because it's so emotional, mm. I recorded it to put it out there. Like that was one of my first poems coming out, like letting people know, like, yeah, I actually do this. Yeah. But I don't perform it as much because it's such a, a personal poem. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Off the Cuff, where conversations lead to inspiration. I'm your host, Christian Palmer, and today I'm joined by someone who has three successful poetry shows, has gone on tour all summer, has even performed at New York's Fashion Week, has collaborated with Lloyd Banks on his album, and has built a platform to give those an opportunity to express themselves. Poetry me, please. Without further ado, here's Off the Cuff with Rashawn Brown. Rush. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> what's the word? Talk to me, man. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, yo. I'm feeling good. It's um, you know, a pleasure to be here, of course. Absolutely. I'm you happy know, to have you we're here. Supposed man. to situated from last time, but you know, things got pushed back and it's even better now because like you said, there's more to talk about. Absolutely. So we're gonna get into that. all of that, man. Yes, so there's a lot to talk about, like you said. Um, poetry me, please. You know what I'm saying? You got it on the hat. Yes, sir. Uh, I love to see that. The merch is out. Um, for those who don't know, what is Poetry Me, Please? Uh, so many things. But uh, Poetry Me, Please is a spoken word poetry platform that provides a stage physically, digitally, virtually for poets around the world to showcase their talents through their creative verbal expression. And it's funny because when people think of poetry, they think of someone sitting down or someone standing up mm. reading a poem to the crowd. Very like nonchalant, chill, kind of like relaxed vibes. And then there's something else where they're very animated on stage and they're theatrical almost. And that's when you tap into spoken word and you give people the ability to use their hands, to use the crowd, to use their voice to kind of tap into like almost like acting. And you showcase that. And I think, well, we'll just leave it at that. You know, poetry me please the spoken word poetry platform that's dope man so tell me a little bit more about like when did you come to love poetry oh that's a good question yo um let's start with 2012 went through a heartbreak with middle school high school lover and you know it, it i've i think i will i've always been interested in poetry i just didn't know it was poetry at the time mm. so i used to watch a lot of like battle rap back in the day and um, I guess we could stay there, just battle rap. And I watched the video, famous battle, Calico versus Low Deluxe. And you post that a lot too. Yeah, right? post that. Yeah. A, that's always my reference. Like yeah. always, always, always just loaded Lux in itself, my favorite battle rapper. And it was funny because I tell people, like, you know, I watch battle rap. And I watch battle rap, but there are people out there who really watch battle rap. So when I say that I watch it, I watch videos. I used to really be on it, kind of fell back, but I still always kept up, you know, kept in touch and with the side of being able to update and, you know, connect to the new battles that came out. But nonetheless, famous battle, Loaded Lux vs. Calico, and Loaded destroyed him with <laughs> two rounds and a half. Didn't even finish his first round. Or all first verse. You hit that a lot. And, yo, when he's rhyme, his rhyme scheme is 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 incredible. And it it almost felt like poetry. Mm. It, legit, it almost, and probably it was. You know, it was rapping. Of course, he's rhyming, but... The way that he's doing it was theatrical almost. And I took from that. Mm. And 
I'm like, oh, this is dope. You know, I knew I, I knew I didn't like to, I didn't want to be a rapper. I think growing up, the, the negative connotation around rapping and you know what that looks like, but you know I didn't want to, the pressure of rhyming all the time. I think that's why I kind of stared towards poetry. And I, I watched a video Joshua Bennett. He performed for um, President Barack Obama at the time, and the poem is about his sister who who um, is deaf, she has to learn sign language, and he's one of the only people in his family that has not learned sign language. But that was another video where I watched, I'm like, oh, like, this is dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I want to do that. Like, what's, how do I tap into yeah. this? And I wrote poetry, and it was just, like, my way of expressing myself, going through, you know, that that heartbreak and coming to realize that, you know, I can express myself through videos, through paper, through words, and that's kind of what led me down the route of tapping into poetry initially. Mm, I love that. Do Do you remember that first poem you wrote? You wrote verbatim. Yeah, I mean, it. I yes and no. So it it's that's the first poem that I wrote to an instrumental. Mm. It was like Major Lazer, um, some instrumental that he had put out or they put out, and a little bit here and there. The, the gist of it was just me. Expressing my love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, little high school vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was sitting in my living room, you know, trying to say, and the hardest part was catching it at the right time to start the poem because it was to music. Mm. And that's the only time I've ever done a, a, a poem to music. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about this, this heartbreak at the time and stuff, but, you know, of course it has evolved over time. How would you say poetry for you has has it been a form of expression for you over time? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like Let's everything, that. everything that I'm feeling in, you know, when I tap into that mode of, I want to talk about what's going on in my personal life, whether my love life or with my family, how I feel about about my friends, what's going on in the world, you know, my identities. I think I've tapped into express myself through my identities, mm. and I wrote a poem titled "I Am Black," and that that's almost like. Maybe not my favorite, but it's my most performed piece because it, I can relate to a lot of people, and people a lot of people can relate to it. Absolutely. But yeah, anytime I want to get something off, it's like I'm gonna just write about it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I love that. So in other forms, right? And I, I mean, I've attended a lot of your poetry events, and I and I know the vibe you get there. It's it's a different feeling, man. Different it's vibe. a beautiful feeling different too. Vibe. You know, in, in regards to just poetry in itself, like how would you feel like it has impacted you? Man, um, I think there's two sides of it. There's there's one side on on the personal level, my personal growth as a poet, as a um, public speaker, and then another side as a person who's giving back. And we always touch upon you know giving people their flowers and providing a platform or a stage for people to get off. You know they gotta get off their stuff, whether it's a piece they just wrote or a piece that they held back for quite some time, but. Poetry Me Please has given me a pla- has given me a platform mm. where I'm bringing my friends together and I always do surveys and I always, you know, that is so important yeah, you know, in my transition on, in, in my career. But, you know, I always ask people when they purchase tickets, how many of you have ever been to a poetry show? Mm. How, many you, how many of you have ever been to a Poetry Me Please? You know, I, I, I finished my third one. And more than half the room has never, ever been to a show. Our crowd that's so used to the things that they used to, whether partying, going out, college, you know, and poetry shows on campus is very different from poetry show in the city. For sure. And more than half of the people in the crowd have never been to a show. 
So they're intri- so I'm introducing them to something that's new. Yeah. And when I reflect on that, it's like, yo, like I'm bringing a hundred plus people that have never been in this type of environment before, and I'm exposing them to something new. And people are like, yo, I never really like poetry, but I, when I came to your show, now I'm I'm a, I'm gonna I'm try and find one of my own. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go out and and go to one, and it's like, damn, like that's that's love, like that's what's up, like yeah, like go and let me know how it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let me know, maybe I'll pull up. And I've seen kind of you. Getting ready for a show, I've seen you, yeah. you know what I'm saying, just spitting it back, speaking almost like speaking, reciting it back to yourself. Yeah. And what are the other forms that you currently do right now that helps you with that preparation process? Like walk us through your preparation process. Yeah, yo, it's, it's, it's I'm glad you asked that. Um, it's a good question. It's uh I do a, a few different things. And the shower is my safe space because <laughs> it is, yo. It, it, it and you know, it makes everything dramatic. <laughs> Thanks. And it 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 really it just makes everything dramatic because you get you have like water splashing on you. So it's a distraction. Yeah. And you you want to sometimes I put it so I broke you through the process. Let me let me let me backtrack. Sometimes a poem starts off with an idea. Mm. It's almost like how an idea becomes a product or how uh, an idea becomes a law or something like that. And you know, I just most recent I wrote a I wrote a little poem. It's titled like "Cupid, I Hate You," mm. and I was just looking about. You know, at what point does somebody fall in love, and how do they connect with with that? And you know, the you think about Cupid, you know, shooting you with the arrow, and it's like love at first sight. So it's like, damn, Cupid hasn't been around in a minute. Word. You know what I'm saying? Just random thought, and I like Cupid, I hate you, and then that turned into a poem because now I'm talking about. The, the the lack of love in my life or the lack of love in somebody else's life and how Cupid doesn't like me because he's not around. You know, why is that? Is it because Cupid doesn't like me? Does he not like my love? Is my love not good enough? Is my love ugly? You know, you never know, but, you know, whatever. So sitting down, you know, you write it, and I usually listen to music when I write poetry. You know, I there's, there's some songs that I listen to, uh, Justin Timberlake, Blue Ocean Floor, uh, Drake, Tuscan Leather, yeah. uh, Raina Biddy, Baptism. Um, there's another poem. It's like S- Symphony or Sampha. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, the song, but there are a few select songs that I go to when I can't write. Mm. And I, I told you this before, like lights out, probably in bed, like lay, laying down. Like that's when I'm at my best. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and over time, I might write something today and then I'll go back to it a week from now, mm. switch something around. And when I want to start to memorize, I memorize in like paragraphs. Okay. So the first bit of this, I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to just keep saying it over and over and over again until I get comfortable where I'm saying everything in one take. Mm. So as I'm memorizing, if I mess up somewhere, I just start from the top. Mm. So I just keep doing that, keep doing that. And then when I feel comfortable to to have it memorized without the <clears throat> without my phone, then I start to recite it in the shower. And then the shower works great because you get a lot of distractions. Like I play music, you got the water. You're almost in an enclosed. When you think about a shower, yeah. you know, I'm not in a mansion where I got like all this space, and yeah. you know, I'm in a closed environment where I can't really move too much. I can move my hands sometimes, you know, depending on you, you might hit the shower current, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'll and th- that'll be a great place for me to do it. And also because I can make a lot of noise in the shower, almost. You know, uh, it, it's sometimes it's weird if you're just like in a place where you know, maybe you're in your room and like, you know, you have neighbors or people is living with you, whatever. So the shower kind of blocks all of that out. <clears throat> I also recite when I'm when I'm biking. You know, we started picking yeah, we just yeah. picked up biking uh during COVID, which is great. I told um 
one of our bros, uh, uh, Darryl Tucker, and I'm like, yo, bro, I, I recite my poetry when I, when I go riding. Sure. He's like, word? I'm like, yeah, bro, like you, you know what I'm saying? You exposed me to this Absolutely. and I've took and I've taken it and I'm and I found a way to recite. And then you could go places that you've never been before. Like I've been in a back, you know, where I live in the X and you know, I've been in the back of parks and different places and I'm and I've, t- I've tapped into that environment. So that's my process of memorizing. You know, I just keep reciting, reciting. Anywhere that I can go where I can make a lot of noise because my po- my poems are usually um Loud and energy. I think that's what people know me as. What do you want people to take away from your poetry? Um, that's a good question. I, I want them to take away something I don't even know about. And what I mean by that is I just want them to relate to it. Mm-hmm. I want to expose people to poetry. I legit want people to be like, yeah, I'm only here because I went to a poetry show and it was fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for that same type of energy. I think more people should... You know, there, there needs to be more appreciation for the art. Yeah, a lot of people will say, "Yo, bro, you that was fire." And this sometimes you go through the motions. I'm not saying that I'm I don't like the love and I'm not appreciative of, of it. But a lot of times, people support you because of who you are. Like you know, somebody could put something out tomorrow. It's like, oh, like that's my bro. I'm gonna just yeah. show love. Right now, everybody is just showing love, and it's dope. Don't get me wrong, but I want you to don't just come to my show and stop there. Like find a show in the city, yeah. whether you taking a you on a date or you taking your family out, whatever it is, like go out and like look into poetry, like start watching poetry, or even if you're not gonna watch it, just support it in any way you can. If somebody has merch or somebody has a book out, like yo, cop the book and you know see if see if maybe one poem relates to you. Yeah, you know it's funny you 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 you'll be surprised to to know how many people actually write poetry, not perform it but just write it. Like I, I come across people that I wouldn't even expect. Like, yo, bro, I write too. And like I, I would never perform it, but yo, I write. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, seriously? Like, yeah, bro, I write all the time. And it's like, wow, like everybody writes almost everybody at some point in time has written something yeah. and wanted to throw poetry on it. And they probably have, but nobody talks about it because it's not rap and it's not R and B or singing. So I want people to be able to appreciate the art for what it is, you know. To go out there and find your favorite poet. Everybody should have a favorite poet. Yeah, no, nah, and 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 I love that man. And you know, we talked some about your favorite poets just now. Um, it's it's a beautiful thing to see how how far you've came and has evolved this platform. And I, I want to learn a little bit more on just the poems in itself to see like has there been one in particular that you feel like you had like struggle writing? Uh, hmm. Yeah, let me think. What, what do you mean by struggle writing? Like, was it like just? It was like just the the visualization there. Like, I don't. From what I'm trying to get at is just like, did you feel like you had creators block? Do you feel like you know things weren't flowing the way you wanted, or it was just a moment in time that you didn't want to reflect back on, but you know it was important for you to get it out. Things of that nature. Yeah. So when you when you when you phrase it like that, I, I think. I only write, so the reason why that, that question is so difficult for me is because I only write when I'm inspired. Mm. When I'm inspired, it just flows. It could be looked at as negative because I know people that write, like somebody told me, you should just write up, you know, write three poems a day when you wake up, when you go to bed. And it's a good thing because you're writing, you're getting your thoughts out. But sometimes I write stuff and I'm like, that's trash. 
Like, yo, that's whack. <laughs> like, I, I'll start writing something, and I'm like, three paragraphs in, I'm like, nah, that's trash. I'm not even. I'm so, what do you do with it? I, just, I, I Sometimes I'll leave it there, and yeah. I'll come back to it, or I'll, I'll just like delete it. Mm. Just like, yo, it's trash. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You can just kind of tell sometimes. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe I'm being hard on myself, yeah. but some, the, the issue with just writing is sometimes it's, it's not, it's not authentic. It's not mm. coming from a place of like, mm. so a lot of the times when I'm inspired, it's just flowing, and I'll just go back and tweak it. But, when you talk about reflecting on times that I didn't want to, or you know, going back to the past, I wrote a poem from the hood, part three, and it's funny because they was like, "Part three was part one, was part two, part one and part two, um, I wrote randomly, sporadically. I threw them up on a gram. Um, I think it might be in in, the, in my ebook that I put out, but part from the hood, part three, and I literally talk about my life growing up. Mm. You know, it's dedicated to my bro. John, R.P. John Doe. And at the end, I kind of make it all come together. But it's just like from the hood, growing up, seeing gang violence, mm. what that looked like. Um, you know, T, uh, phone getting cut off, mm. growing up in a single parent home with mom Dukes, you know, not having a pops around. Um, growing up and, you know, becoming a teacher and teaching my students that didn't understand what it means to earn a salary, like what that, how much you actually need to survive on. Wow. Growing up, you know, seeing police brutality, whether in my neighborhood or realistically in my neighborhood, yeah. you know, friends that I've, you know, myself included, and then, you know, uh, mental health in the black community. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that look like? You know, it's non-existent, it's almost taboo. Mm -hmm. So I've talked upon all of those things in that poem, and every time, I've only performed it three times because it's so emotional. Mm. I recorded it to put it out there. Like that was one of my first poems coming out, like letting people know, like I actually do this. Yeah. But I don't perform it as much because it's such a a personal poem. You know what I'm saying? It, it's if you really just stop and listen to it, it's like, oh, he's really telling you about his life. Yeah. And that was always that was hard to write because when I wrote it and I started to try and memorize it, it's like, damn. Mm. Like y'all, I've been through some stuff, yeah. and everybody has been through stuff. Don't get me wrong, and. I didn't grow up in the worst of neighborhoods. I grew up in the hood, but it wasn't the worst. But it's like, damn, like, where? You been through all of that? And it's like, you just going to talk about it? Right. <laughs> so that was kind of, that that's always a difficult one. So why was it so important for you to get it out? Um, When I started riding my bike, I started seeing my neighborhood. Mm. I legit started seeing my neighborhood, and I started thinking back to all those times, you know, Getting my, getting a gun pulled out on me, or you know, getting ran up on somewhere that I shouldn't have been, maybe. And it's just like, damn, like I, I was able to connect it because my friend had passed at the time, and a childhood friend, and I reflected on our lives together. Mm -hmm. You know how we grew up, and then kind of how we went our separate ways, but you know what it was like when we were together, as you know, close friends. And it was almost like a dedication to him. Like, that was my dedication to him. Like, you're from the hood because, you know, I, there's a piece in the poem that says, we're, we're reaching back to the block was a humble, underrated win. Because mm. at night, he didn't go back to the block. Mm. And it's like, damn, every day we go out, we live this crazy lifestyle. And by crazy, mean, you know, somebody's always trying to get you or unfortunate place at the wrong time, whatever it is. It's just like, damn, you know, what if he didn't go out that night or... Mm. You know, what if the streets wasn't so cold? You know, what did that look like? So from the hood, he's a you know, he's always gonna be a, a piece of my childhood. And that was my dedication to him, like R.P. John. Like, you know, 
Long Live John Doe. And that was a toughie, you know what I'm saying? But I had to get that out because I wanted... That inspired me. There we mm. go. It was like, yo, this is... I do this. You know what I'm saying? I could go... I, I write poetry I, and I'm going to perform it. And I felt inspired like no other time. And that was like the the, the catalyst mm. for Poetry Me Please. It gave me... like I want to memorize this. I want to get my emotions out because if not, then... You know, if you keep it all bundled inside, then it's not going to, you know what I'm saying? It's not healthy. Right. Yeah. Wow. I appreciate you sharing that, man. For yeah, real. yeah, it was, like, it was toughy. Um, <laughs> toughy. <laughs> yeah, it was toughy. Nah, but, but, you know, I think this is so important. And I think, you know, some of these, like, we, we see the brand. We see what you're doing. We, you're going on tour. But I think it's important for us to take a minute to, to actually understand what, like, and appreciate what you're actually doing. You know what I'm saying? You are giving people the opportunity to express themselves. And even almost, like you said, there's a lot of, just mental health issues that you know we're we're almost forced to just keep things tucked in, yeah, and not let it out because you're gonna look different, you know, look weird or yeah, like, you know, what, what are you doing right now? You, you know gotta keep it in. You gotta be strong. Gotta be strong. Gotta be a emotion, man. You know what I'm saying? And and that's so important that that and I'm so thankful that you actually are creating something like this. Um, you talked about inspiration. You know, yeah. um, what's inspiring you now? Anyone that I have a conversation with, I, oh, and it's funny, I always tell people that. I'm like, yo, don't talk to me unless you are comfortable with something that ended up in a piece. Mm. Whether it be positive or negative, but I always tell people, like, if you ever hear a piece or a piece of a poem that I wrote, and it's like, oh, we were just talking about that? Like, yeah, that's, that's why I put it in there. Mm. It was something that inspired me. Um, right now, with Poetry Me Please, you know, when I, I've, I've done three shows in a matter of three months. Like, I did a show every month. And when you take a step back... You look at all the people involved, around 30 plus performers, 30 plus poets. Yeah. You know, I had a 100, my first show, 100, and little, little under 200 my second show, and then around 150 in my third show. So, you're, you know, you, you look at all the people that have come to a show. Right. Then you look at what I give to those performers, mm-hmm. right? Everybody gets a video. Everybody gets pictures. You can then take that. Now you have content, so I'm giving performers their content. Like that's that's what it, that's what it's really about. It's it's not cheap, you know. Word. Anybody who does video, and it's so funny because watching video, I didn't know how much stuff went into it. Yeah. But sitting down and shout out to SP, my cinema, cinematographer, sure. always messed that up. But you know, he sits me down and is like, "Here's what we're gonna make the video. Mm. Here's what we're gonna do to it." I'm like, bro, just cook up because yeah. right now it's too much. But he's like, no, nah, like, look at what we about to do. Like, this is about to be you. And miking up, syncing the mic to the yeah. video, right. catching different angles. Like, that is not, it's not cheap. Yeah, It's not cheap. Especially when you have somebody that knows their worth and that knows what they're doing. It's not cheap. So it's like, damn, like, I just happen to have, I happen to have the energy. I happen to have the platform. I happen to have the audience that can support me. And I put something out and it hit. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, let me give this to somebody else. And I want people to have content. Like, yo, you know, if you come to if you come on my show and you perform two pieces or three pieces, you have two or three videos now. Yeah. You can take those and do whatever you want with them. I'm gonna post them on my platform to also shout you out. Mm-hmm. But like, yo, you can take that and do whatever you want. And I realized how important that was when I had the project with Lloyd Banks mm-hmm. or Fashion Week yeah. or the New York Fashion Week. And when Lloyd, when Lloyd Banks had hit me, I sent him my I sent him all the videos I had. I sent him my YouTube. He's like, "Yo, I already saw that." Wow. 
shoot me a call. I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> I was That's like, where? Fine. He's like, yo, I mean, I placed it where it should have been placed, right? Yeah. It's in my bio. You yeah. take a look, and that's content. Now, did I know that months, a year later, Lloyd Banks is going to hit me up, or I'm going to get an opportunity like that? Nah, of course not. But the fact that I had it there, it's like, yo, the, your opportunity is limitless. Mm-hmm. So that's what inspires me, giving people a platform to then get their stuff off, because it's not, it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy. Sorry, yeah. it's not easy. And that's what I mean. That's literally paying it forward and just giving somebody else an opportunity because I can. Mm. Literally, it and I, that's what's most inspiring. And I also give myself a platform where it's like I have. I just wrote two poems. Mm-hmm. I want to perform these. Where can I do that? I'm gonna just throw a show myself. Wow, that's beautiful, man. And like you said, pay it forward and do on to others and stuff each yeah. one you know what i'm saying that's so important for me and and i like i said i've been there you know and i and i get that energy and right now bro like you spitting i'm feeding off that good energy yeah, you know yeah, yeah. we're going to keep it rolling too so you mentioned just advice you threw a few gems in there lessons you've learned now what advice would you share to the poets storytellers even the writers that are creating content behind the scenes, are writing, are putting pen to paper, are on their phones right now and stuff, but are hesitant to actually show the world what they have. It's funny you ask that because I had somebody that I went to school, we went to school with, I uh, can't remember the person, but he's like, yo, do you ever worry that somebody's going to steal your art, basically mm-hmm. steal your poetry? And I was like, damn, I've never thought about that uh-huh. until you just mentioned it. And I'm like, damn, maybe I should be doing something to prevent that. Mm. But I'm like, at the end of the day, you just got to be bold. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, we come from a background of like being confident, threading the lines of confident and cocky. Yeah. Where in reality, it's just like, you might put something out and somebody, somebody's going to read it and go, that's trash. Mm. And that's the, that's the worst feeling in the world. No one has ever done that verbally out loud to me. And I've been able to like, but like, you never know until you try. Mm. And that's my, that's really, really, that's my advice. Like, go out there. Like, of course, there should be, maybe there's a way that you can protect your art, you know, putting your name on out on it. Or, you know, if your page is private, then only people in your audience can see, you know, whatever. There's tons of ways. It takes away your ability to go viral, but, you know, whatever. But, like, yo, just go out there and do it. Because there's so many, like I said before, there's so many people out here that write that don't share their work. Mm. Now, if you don't share your work because it's personal to you and you don't plan on, okay, cool. If you're confident that you're not going to share it, cool. But if you are nervous, if you're nervous because you're afraid somebody's just going to swag or like you're afraid somebody's going to whatever, like whatever, let somebody tell you it's whack. So then you could be like, all right, is it really? You know, because you, it, without without putting it out there and getting critiques and getting feedback, you're never going to get better. Mm. And I always, and that's why that's why I love videos too. People be like, "Oh, you, you know, why videos? Why videos?" That's the only way that I can see myself and really stop and pinpoint things that I do. Right. So when it goes back to how how I memorize my work, after I get to a point of memorization, I record myself. I notice when I when I, I do a little dip. Mm-hmm. I always do this little stupid dip. <laughs> I hate I hate the dip, but and, you still do it. <laughs> and I still do it, but I I'm now I'm aware of the dip, mm. so I try not to dip now. <laughs> And it's funny because sometimes I don't have to. I, the, it's just something. Everybody has something that they do. Yeah. Whether you throw your hands up always or yo or like. You say like a lot. Whatever it is. Once you figure out what it is, that's a step. 
that's a step of progression, mm. no matter what. It's a step realizing and identifying it is a step of progression. So you can be conscious of it. So for people that are nervous or that are hesitant to put out their work, what do you, what's your plan? Do you want to be a do you want to do you want to perform? Do you want to do the, well, you know whatever it is, go out there and do it because if not then you're always going to ask yourself what if. Mm. You're there's you're always going to ask yourself what if. And that's why I love a lot of that's why I love when people get on the show that have never performed before. And they're like, "Yo, should I tell the crowd?" Like, "Hell yeah, tell the crowd cuz they're going to they're going to bring you a different level of energy." Like if you've never performed, especially if you go out there and body it, they're gonna be like, "Oh, he's I'm gonna remember him. He just his first show, and it's a blessing for them too." Like I love to be in a place where somebody's like, "Yo, this is my this is my first poem," and you're the first set of people I'm sharing it with. You in the chair like, "Oh, let me let me pay attention." Word. You know what I'm saying? So just go out there and do it because if not, then you're always gonna ask yourself, "What if?" And wow. you might regret it. Nah, that's beautiful, man. You know that that's that's truly inspiring there. Now, Rush, man, uh, kind of wrapping up here. I definitely want to learn a little bit more about like what can we expect from Poetry Me, please, moving forward. Um, more shows, of course, more shows. Uh, trying to think what 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 what, what do I want to put out versus what I want to keep, but more shows for sure. Uh, I put out an ebook, mm. Poetry Me, please. 25 pieces, 24 actually for Kobe, but a bonus of so 25. But definitely a paperback book for sure. Dope. I have two in mind. Um, so look out for that, of course. And just more content. When I, you know, more content and more shows for people to have something to go to that's more meaningful. You know, it's it's dope to go to parties, it's dope to travel, it's dope to do all that stuff. But I want y'all and I want people to go to more shows. So I'm just going to throw more shows and I'm going to have people, you know, I'm going to spread it out. I want to sh- throw a show in the Bronx. You know, I'm going I'm to go back to Brooklyn, Manhattan. You know, I was in Queens for a, for a while, maybe in Harlem. You know, I want to I want to spread it out and I want more people to pull up. Whether, you know, if you can't make it on the Friday, we're going to do a Saturday. Maybe we'll do a Sunday. But poetry me, please, you know, in the near future at least. When I think long term, it'll be dope if you see poetry being pleased as a little cafe. Dope. Or a publishing company, mm. right? Nobody thinks that far ahead, but yeah. like I said before, there's so many people that write, especially people of color, mm. African Americans specifically, that are writing, or that you know, I want to put something. I want to be a self publisher. What does that actually mean? Mm. You know, why don't you? You know, why isn't? Why can't you get a publishing deal? What does that look like? So, publish me, please, as the publishing company. Fire, right? Yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, let's absolutely. we all got a crowd. Let's tap we in. Got to manifest it too. Yeah, let's tap in. So when I think long term, that's it. That's where we going with it. So you got a book. You got some content. Yo, what's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying? What's up? What's up with it? So, I love that, bro, man. Yeah. Keep on inspiring. And we do a segment on the show there where we give people their flowers, right? And I want to give you your flowers for the things for for the platform that you have created. You know, for for the opportunities to for you know many people who are first timers going to this poetry show. For me, yeah. I'm saying first timers, but experiencing and actually appreciating the art form of just storytelling, and it's so empowering for me just to connect with the audience, to the poet, and many instances. So I want to give you your flowers for just creating sure. the content, creating the platform, and just letting people be heard. So definitely want to just share that with there with you. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. You know, poetry me, poetry me, please. A platform for the poets, you know, and it's, um, I think that 
in itself, people will be able to give their flowers out, whether to themselves or to the, you know, whoever they're talking about in their pieces. But, you know, it's all for the people and it's, you know, it's, it's content and it's a platform that they can utilize however they want to. Absolutely. So in that scene, I kind of want to flip it back to you. Who would you give your flowers to? Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Who would I give my flowers to? Damn, so many people. <laughs> <laughs> so many people. Um, hmm, that's a toughie. I'm just saying, it's, we ask some tough questions. <laughs> this is good. This is so good. Off the cuff, yeah, bro. I was gonna say off the cuff. That's <laughs> tough, right? But um, I gotta go with the bros. Gotta go with the bros. And I always say this before my 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 poetry pieces. I always tell bros, yo, bro, pull up. And I never know who's gonna pull up, but y'all always pull up. Whether it's one, two, three, four, ten of y'all. And once I see y'all, my energy is just like, all right, bet, like. Mm. We good. Like it's like I'm walking into a, a, a unknown crowd, and we know how to network and stuff. But when you're on a stage and you don't have any familiar face, it's like, damn, I don't know if they're gonna really rock with this one. Mm. And then I see one bro, it's like, oh yeah, I know he gonna rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the bros at every one of my performances. No matter if I'm in Brooklyn, in the Bronx, New York, out of town, it doesn't matter. I always got at least one bro that's in the crowd, and you already know, you know, what I'm saying I'm always about the bros and. That in itself is that inspiration is seeing like their face and like, bro, I got you. Mm. I know if I say something and I want a certain reaction, they're gonna do it. Mm. Cause they're 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 there for me. You know what I'm saying? And and, that, and I appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. That's beautiful, man. So we got another segment onto the show. Um, this is called the pot of gold, hidden gems, right? So what it is is a variety of questions inside. And all I'm gonna ask from you is to pick a question, read it out loud, and whatever comes. To mine straight off the cuff. All right. Ready? Yeah. I bet. So wait, let me just shake it up so oh. you know this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. All right, but. It's deep. I just pick one? Yeah, just one. Make sure it's one. I bet. I think it's one. All right, I got one. <clears throat> if you had one poem left to write, what would you write about? Love. Love. For sure, just I I would dedicate it to somebody that I love. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I should go more more in detail. If you had one poem left to write, what would you write about? Love for sure. <laughs> is there a, why? Is there in particular why? I feel like I've 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 held back on like my love life, mm. just being personal. But. That's my next. That's my next wave. I, I spent a lot of times talking about my identity, who I was growing up, the people that have influenced me, but I've only put out one love piece, mm. and that was back in college. But it's I have so much to talk about in terms of like my experiences and you know falling in love, falling out of love, what that looks like, and that's a whole nother bag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other bag, and that's the bag I want to. That's the bag I want to be in. Mm. That's the bag I want to be in because it's a it's a vulnerable bag, yeah. and I sometimes on stage I be so loud, but yo, this that bag is. I'm like, you know, yeah, bag yeah. is different. You know what I'm saying <laughs> we're, we're definitely gonna get into yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we look forward to that as well. So, Rush, where where can we find you? How do we best support you? Underscore Russian on the gram, poetry me please on the gram, poetry me please dot com. You know what I'm saying? That's that's those are the, 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 the there you go. There you Perfect. go. Well there you have it. And that was off the cuff with Rashawn Brown.